All right, welcome back to the press room. It has been a while, but I'm back. I'm your host, Cooper Shepard, with my new co-host, Nathan Bressel. How you doing? It's good to be here, man. Uh, ready to talk. It's a good Friday night here in Oklahoma City, and uh, I'm just ready to get into it and get started. I'm excited. 11, 10 at night. I want to talk some sports, so I'm going to start putting out more content. I've been gone for a while, but hopefully I'm back for good. I'm going to start being a lot more consistent. Um, so let's, I, I guess we can just kind of get right into it. And also you can follow our socials. Nathan's is Nathan's.sportscards and then mine is pre- the press room. Um, let's just get right into it. We've got a lot to talk about. I guess we can start with, uh, NBA preseason. Yeah. There's lots to talk about. Where do we start? Hop um, the first thing that popped out to me with, the season uh obviously we're in oklahoma city so thunder um our local josh giddy had a really good performance the other night i'm super excited about him and see what he's going to do honestly i wouldn't be surprised to see him in the starting lineup uh game one at, at playing the two yeah uh, I, agree. I think he's got a good shot at make at uh at least playing at least starting and then obviously playing a lot more than like 20 25 30 minutes a game so i'm excited to see him work a lot of the other rookies perform really well too i'm excited for trey man i think he can be a solid contributor um and then there's another guy jeremiah something and uh, jeremiah earl Rob- robinson yeah 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 and then there's another rookie too and they all look pretty decent i think they'll all be good um it'll just be interesting to see how the thunder manage that rotation with all those young guys and who they're going to give time to and who they're not um, just because there is a lot of the, all the, all the younger players are all around the same level. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see kind of who takes that next step and can kind of be a produced like and that. It's, it's a very, it's a very guard heavy team. There's like yeah. seven guards. Yeah. Like for example, like I feel like if Giddy or Trey man or, um, someone like that really steps up, I feel like a guy like Lou Dort, who's a fan favorite. He's more of a, a defensive guy. Like, I feel like he could take a step back in minutes, not necessarily because he did bad. It's just because a lot of the other guys may be overperforming um, and getting those opportunities. Like if Poku starts to have a really, really good year, you may see him more running the, the stretch four mm-hmm. and uh, taking out a lot of those minutes from those guys who are playing there, like Isaiah Roby. I know he was in the starting lineup the other night. Um, so it'll be interesting to see kind of how they work out. The only thing about – the, is Isaiah Roby going to play center this year? He started. At, he he was he was the starting five for that. I, I feel like he's he's but he's small. like six eight. He's not. He's too small. He's a forward. He's a forward. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be it'll be weird because we don't really have like a, a a solidified center besides Mike Muscala is like the only one that I can really think of that's relevant. But like you don't want Mike Muscala sitting in the paint. Like he's too <laughs> like like he can shoot and he can run around and other yeah. things yeah he's kind of like poku like poku's a like he's like a 13 point like eight rebound type guy but nine of those 13 points are off threes yeah you know I mean? yeah oh so it's like the thunder the, they're they're an interesting team to watch i'm excited to go to a kind of a couple of games and see who's playing a lot and like really how their team dynamic is. And like, like I said earlier, how the, like how they're spreading those minutes out, because there's a lot of young guys that are like really complying for those minutes. Like Theo Maladon, he, he started like yeah. a third of third, at least a third of the games last year. And he's not even a guy that we're talking about anymore. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. It's crazy. Weird. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, like you said, they're pretty guard heavy. So it'll be like, 
it's just going to be a weird team. Like I, like, I'm, and obviously they're going to be bad because Shea is like the only guy on that team who's probably going to score anywhere close to 20 points a game. Yeah. But is, I don't know. Is Shea going to be an all-star this year for the first uh, I'm going to say yes. I think this is the year he cracks it. Yeah, I agree. I, he, he was very close last year, but he averaged like 22 points, but they were just so bad. So it was like, yeah, it's kind of the same thing with De'Aaron Fox. Like De'Aaron Fox ended up averaging like 24. And I don't think he was an all-star last year. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see kind of how that works out. Um, obviously the main guys like Steph and Dame and all those guys are going to be. Luka, yeah. Yeah. Like they're going to make the team, but it's just going to be one of those one or two guys that there's always one or two guys every year, maybe even three or four who always have their first all-star game appearance. Like bro, last they, year, last year, Mike Conley was, if it was. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like Mike Conley, but usually it's a younger guy, obviously like a rising star, I think. Was Trey's first All-Star game last year or was it his second? I'm not sure. I know he started last year. I know he was in the Rising Stars Challenge game, but I don't know if he was in the – It might have been his first All-Star game. But, yeah, like like there's always guys like that who, like, um, who break out and kind of have a good start to the first half. So, hopefully he'll get some recognition and play well and uh, be in contention for one of those spots for sure. But with the way the NBA is, like, if you're a top 20 player like Dame and Steph, like, you're always going to make the Like, it's – Yeah. Especially when the fans are voting in the starting five. Like, yeah, Thunder, like, it's always going to be Steph and Dame and Luka. Like, yeah. it is. So, um, you kind of just kind of have to get used to that. But I'm excited for the Thunder's year. I think it'll be good. Excited to get some cheap tickets and oh, yeah. go on yeah. Wednesday night with the boys and kind of just no. go to a game. Try to graph some – opposing teams and then hit the thunder game right yeah exactly i'm excited for that too so all right on from that uh anything that sticks out to you in the preseason single player performances teams that look good together yeah um a lot of the single game performances one tonight that surprised me was jordan or i went for at least 23 i think the last time i checked the score he had 23 but obviously he's not going to be a guy like the preseason is full of guys who are getting time and getting those minutes. Yeah. Like it's obviously going to be honest and drew holiday and those guys, like it's, it is, that's just the way the preseason is. But I think one guy that can really contribute is Jordan pool. Um, I've, I've liked Jordan pool for a while. Oh um, yeah. I, dude, I, I liked him back to last. I, I, I was buying up his, his cards last yeah. year. His cards are an easy flip for me. Like someone's always looking for them. Um, I've, I've sold a few autos of his, um and a lot of lots of prism stuff lots of color and it's just always been an easy move so i always pick it up when i see it but i think he can be a good sixth man for them especially and then he could also crack the starting lineup a couple of times i know he had a lot of minutes last year with steph and clay down and clay is obviously not expected to be back until like around thanksgiving early december so he's gonna see a lot of those opportunities that clay would see and he he can ball like he can handle he can shoot so i'm excited to see what he can do for sure. One thing that's I, – I've been keeping up with the Bulls a little bit just because I think they're going to be decent. I think yeah. they might make the playoffs. Right? I think, I th- I think they will. I think they will. I think they'll be – I think they'll kind of be what the Knicks were last year is kind of – I mean, not that the Knicks were – I don't think the Knicks were expected to. I think the Bulls are expected to make the playoffs this year with the lineup that they have. But I think they'll be like that sneaky four or five seed that like we could see potentially if they heat up at the right time, they could make a good run especially back, at a good team back to that all-star thing. I could see Lonzo being an all-star this year. I think yeah. he's kind of found the spot where he's like, wants to play. He's comfortable with the team. Yeah. 
I agree with that. I uh, I watched an interview with him. I think it was saw it on Facebook or Twitter the other day. It was about a week or two ago, but he was like, yeah, Chicago was like one of the spots that like when I was getting traded from LA, like that was one of the places I wanted to go. And then obviously once I left New Orleans, Chicago was like one of the two spots that I was like, yeah, I'm going there. Like, I don't care what they offer me money wise. Like I'm going to Chicago. And even if it's a little bit less, like I want to go play there. Um, so I think he's happy to be there. I think he's his morale overall is good. Not it, not that it was bad in New Orleans, obviously, but like once you get to choose where you go and you get that money that he bet on himself to make, because yeah. um, a lot of people were like, "No, if you don't get, you know, you know, Lonzo, you got to accept this thing." Blah blah blah. Because like you're not going to get what you want. And he ran it out with his agent, Rich Paul, and he got what he what he was striving to get. So I think with Demar and um, Vucevic and uh, Levine and Caruso's up there now. I think they have a good team. They've got a good squad. So um, I'm excited to kind of see because really the last time the Bulls were like really really relevant was when I lived up in Chicago, which was like they had like Derrick Rose. Yeah, Derrick Rose was winning MVPs. Like I had the I had the D Rose basketball shoes from Adidas. Like that's what those that's when those were getting hot and stuff. Like that was really the last time they were super super relevant. Like they've had some playoff teams since then. But then they traded Jimmy Butler, and they've just kind of been what a, like mediocre. So I'm excited. Um, Chicago is one of those franchises, obviously, with MJ that is known to be a good squad, and um, I'm happy to see them back and making the moves necessary to get in that spot where they where they want to be. That's what the NBA is about. Like, yeah, like you got, you have to trade for good players, and if you don't get a top five or ten pick, unless you get like a Shea and like at twelve or thirteen you've got to use your assets to flip and, and sign guys. And Chicago is one of those markets where they they can sign guys and use that money. So I feel like they, they need to do that. Um, and then teams like the Spurs and OKC have to kind of build through the draft, but I'm happy with, with, with what Chicago did. I think they could be, I think their ceiling is probably a three seed. Um, and I think their low is probably a six. So I like them at the four or five seed this yeah, year. Yeah, I agree. Another team I wanted to talk about was the Rockets. A lot of people are acting like they're going to be something. And I don't think they're going to be anything. I think they'll be good. They'll have flashes. Um, they're, so they're so yeah. young. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, like, honestly, like, if they, like, if they get a couple of, you know, maybe even in the beginning of the year, like, like, they're, through their first 10 games, maybe they're like six and four, five and five, and they kind of surprise some people, but. I think over an 82 game season, like they're not going to make the playoffs. I mean, KPJ, Kevin Porter Jr. is a solid player, especially with cards. His stuff is so liquid right now. Jalen Green, I love Jalen Green's game. Um, I think he's going to be a stud in the league. But like overall as a team, they just don't have the depth or the lineup to really make it through a whole season, especially in the Western Conference. Yeah, dude, I don't even know. Like I know the young, I know the rookie, I know Jalen Green, Josh Christopher. Uh, they have Christian Wood there. Uh, Jay Sean Tate is solid. He's young. Yeah, brother. So yeah, he's young. Like, but besides, like Jalen Green and KPJ are gonna the main gonna be the main scores on that team. Yeah. Um, you know they're going up against teams in the West that are just stacked, and it's like, you know, I love Jalen Green, and he he but he's twenty or twenty one, whatever he is. Yeah, he's like I don't even think he's twenty. I think he's nineteen still. Yeah, he might, which is yeah. crazy to me. But like, I like, I, I love the Rockets. I love their long term potential. Um, but I, I think over the next two or three years, unless they just go out and trade for somebody, which 
they really don't have the assets to trade for anybody <laughs> or yeah. they just go out and sign somebody in the next couple of years. I don't think they will be a playoff team. Yeah, have you seen what they got out of Harden? Like what it is now? Mm-hmm. I don't even remember what it is, but it's, they, they've traded down like three times and now they have like, really who it is. It, it's bad, but I was thinking they didn't have like a first round or a first round pick the next year, like next year. Oh no, I'm thinking of the Texans. I'm thinking of the Texans, not the Rockets. NFL in a few minutes. Yeah. Okay. Eastern <laughs> Conference. I want to talk about first the six, the Nets and the Sixers. First, the Sixers because of Ben Simmons. Is he going to throw thirty-three million dollars away? This like he hasn't reported to anything. He's already lost like two million dollars. His yeah. house went up for sale today. It's really. I didn't see that. He hasn't even been in Philly. Like, is he just going like just going to sit out until he gets traded? I think so. I think he's at the point in his career where he's, you know, trying to make a point and say, Hey, I want out. Like, I mean, Kawhi really didn't have a problem doing it. Um, but Kawhi obviously had won a, had a championship under his belt at that point. And he was, yeah, you know, a top 10 solidified player in the league at that point. But I mean, I feel like there are teams that are interested in Ben Simmons. It's just the 76ers really, I think are trying to mend that relationship. And I don't think he has any desire. Yeah, no, nah, he doesn't. So um, I, I don't think he's going to play this year unless he gets traded, but I, the Sixers want a lot for him. Like, yeah, I think yeah. it's going to come down to them getting desperate in the middle of this, like the, before the traded line. And they're like, all right, well, we still have him. He's not playing. And they're just going to trade him for like a couple picks. Yeah. I mean, I don't like the aspect of players sitting out because obviously like, if you think about it, it is their job. It is their occupation. Like if I just stopped showing up to work, I yeah. wouldn't get a paycheck. So it's kind of silly to think about it like that, but all power to him for using his situation in the way that athletics and professional sports are now to where you can use your platform and stance to kind of prove a point and do that. But do I necessarily agree with it? No, but if I was in a situation, would I consider doing it? Absolutely. Like, why wouldn't you like, so it's just a tough situation. You know, you don't want to see anybody unhappy, but also like, you're getting paid $30 million to play basketball. Like, bro, like, yeah, like, bro, like, like I, I, I pay for basketball shoes and I pay for gas money to drive to the gym, like every day to play basketball. Like I pay yeah. to play basketball and these are getting paid millions to play basketball. Yeah. And like, it's just, I get it. But then again, it's like, bro, I, whatever. Like, yeah. It, and it's, I, it's <laughs> I, I, I don't think the six, like, from what I've seen, I don't think Joel Embiid like wants to play with him anymore either. I don't think they want to play with him anymore. No, I don't think, I don't think anybody really wants to play with Ben Simmons. Honestly, like <laughs> it's 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 weird because his market is solely based around. It's not like he's like a big time scorer, so any team could use him. And it's going to take a very specific team with a role for him that's going to be able to use him. So you have to be very careful with who you pair him up with. Like I feel like um a good team like a, a team that's gonna want ben simmons is a team that already has a solidified number one possibly number two score and then have ben simmons come in and not and play his role of hey i'm the point point guard i can handle the ball but obviously i'm i only want to put up like 15 to 17 points a game you know what i mean that's kind of his role and he does a lot of things better to help a team and i think a team that could be interested in him is the Brooklyn Nets. I feel like he'd fit well there. Um, and I, I'm sure we'll get into that here in a second when we're talking about yeah. the Nets. But 
I feel like the Nets, like a team like that would be a good suitor for Ben Simmons. Yeah, especially if, let's just move on to that now, if Kyrie yeah. is not playing, or at least half the games, I he's <clears throat> you got to get vaccinated if you play in New York or California. Kyrie's not vaccinated. We found out today he can practice in Brooklyn, but, I mean, that doesn't mean anything really if you can't play half your team's games. Yeah. And I don't think he's going to budge. Yeah, I – it's just a tough situation. Like, obviously, with the vaccine being new and stuff, people don't feel like – you know, it's their personal decision on whether they do it or not. And, obviously, there aren't many – companies right now besides hospitals who have required their employees to be vaccinated to work there um, yeah. obviously like if you're a doctor or a nurse in a hospital I'm sure I know I because I have friends in the medical field that have had to get vaccinated to be employed at hospitals yeah um, but as far as like other things it's, it's tough obviously it's a state-by-state -state thing so with basketball and professional sports the way it works is you get paid by the the state that you're playing in so, like, if the um, Tennessee Titans go and play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in, in Florida, they don't pay um, state income tax because they played in Florida for that game because that game check is was, was in Florida. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's not based off the team where they're at. It's where they play the games because that's technically where they're working. Yeah. Um, so, it, it's – with the vaccine rules and stuff the way they are, like, that's just the way it is. You know, if I went back home right now to uh, to go to a, a Saints game at the Superdome, I have to show proof of vaccination or a 72-hour or sooner test to That's, get into the stadium, and I have to wear a mask. It's going to be fine. It's going to be like that for uh, Thunder games this year. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, I know for New Orleans right now, they're making you show vaccination card or proof or a test 72 hours or before. You have to wear a mask. Um, and then, uh, yeah. And then I think most of the players like down there are vaccinated, but then again, like it, it's just crazy, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, back to the Kyrie thing. I'm not like, like, I, I mean, I wouldn't want to like be forced to get the vaccine, but if I'm getting paid that much money to play basketball, like give me the vaccine. Like, I yeah. Like. And then again, it also comes down to not even that, but you're also affecting other people around you with your decision. Um, obviously, that's the whole point of the vaccine and the argument that most people make is like, I'm getting the vaccine to protect others, not just myself. Yeah. But also, if you're Kyrie Irving, hey, I'm affecting my chance at an NBA championship because I can't play half the games. And that affects James Harden, Kevin Durant, ultimately their legacies, ultimately what the Nets want to do with me. You know, it, it it affects a lot of people's – like if the Nets – let's just say KD gets hurt and he's out for the year and Kyrie only plays half the games and James Harden is – let's just say he sucks. Like let's just say the Nets are absolutely terrible this year. Like that that's, that's the head coach's job on the line. That's the GM's job on the line. That's whoever's job. Like ultimately Kyrie's decision-making and the player's decision – like goes back to Ben Simmons too. Like yeah. that's not just your job, but that's – so many people down the totem pole's jobs that you're putting on the line. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So it's a lot to consider and think about. Um, but personally for myself, like if I was Kyrie, I'd just be like, bro, like just. Yeah. Just 
like just give it to me bro like <laughs> yeah yeah it's just it, i get wanting to fight for it and wanting to stand in for what you believe in but there comes a point where it's time to just be like like bro like just you're getting paid 30 plus million dollars a year yeah to like play basketball with like your friends like bro like yeah and i think it'll i think the vaccine will come to a point to where it will be required to do stuff like there are vaccines that you have to get to go to college and there are vaccines that you have to get at certain ages in life and blah 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 blah. i think eventually it'll become a thing where you probably have to get it yeah um but as of right now just the way how everything is in the world it's not going to be um unless you're at one of those required spots like a hospital or you're um you know you're helping out or you're you're a person you're an employee at a retirement home or whatever it is i don't know the logistics of it but um but yeah it's it'll be interesting to see how that kind of plays out over the next couple of years with what what individual states see in those situations for sure and how it affects sports because i mean there's there's always going to be an athlete like that that's yeah like don't even think about athletes like Think about like people who work in the stadium. So like photographers for the NBA and like the team and social media people and people who run the concession stands and yeah. um, all those other team employees who are traveling on the road. Like, you know, it's ultimately their decision too, but they're not on as high of a profile and they can't sit out. Like I was saying earlier, like, yeah, yeah. you know, if I'm a social media guy for the, for the golden state warriors and I have to travel with the team everywhere and I'm going to New York to play the Nets and it's Christmas day and it's prime time. And I can't go. Cause I don't want to get back. Like, it's just, it's just a mess. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be the person that deals with it. I'm glad we're just sitting here talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, feel that. All right. Uh, let's move on to NFL. I guess we can start with uh, a little laugh. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars and specifically urban Meyer. What's going on in Jacksonville and why is urban Meyer at the club? Urban Meyer was uh Bro, I don't know, man. When he was at Ohio State, obviously right here, my boys, uh, I don't know. He was cool as a coach. Like, obviously, he's had his weird moments in his career, but, like, ultimately, the only reason he's really known for the way he is is because he wins. Yeah. Ohio State, that's all we really wanted him to do or needed him to do is just win games because Ohio State fans, we expect to go out there and win every single game. Um, At least I do, you know, but – at, you know, I was happy with Urban Meyer as long as he won, which he did. I was cool with it, you know. Yeah. But when you're 0-4 and, you know, you're on a Thursday night game, I get that you're home and stuff like that. But, like, you're the head coach of an NFL team. You decide to not fly back with your team after you go 0-4 and lose a tough game on a game-winning field goal. You decide to, oh, I'm going to go see my grandson – you end up at your restaurant and you end up with a butt gun and a girl's butt <laughs> on camera. On camera. Like, bro, like what? Like, like I get that like your private life is your private life, but bro, you're an NFL head coach. You're Owen four. Yeah. Your butt's on the line right now. Like they were already not happy with the way he's performing. And then that just kind of put it over like, like, you've got to have some kind of responsibility and respect and integrity with what you're trying to do. Like his, 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 I think he's already lost the team. Like they're, they're, they've been like clowning him. Like, did you see, 
the other day yeah. practice uh they like broke it out on like grind or whatever like bro yeah they said like, hey break it down like, one, they don't even, they don't even respect me like bro like <laughs> it's a joke bro like like i get being a player's coach but that's never been urban's thing he's never been like one of those guys at ohio state that's like hey buddy good job pat you on the back like you know yeah. he's there to win football games and at the end of the day like at Ohio State, he was dealing with a lot more than just football. Obviously, he had to deal with recruiting and, and all that stuff. But with the NFL, it's just football. It's strictly football. And I think he's having a hard transition with that. Um, not that he's not a good football coach. It's just he's so used to doing other things as well. Yeah. And I, when the hire happened, I was like, okay, I could see it. Like, there's been guys that have made the transition. Like, James Franklin is a good example. You know, he went from Penn State or not James Franklin. Um, who am I thinking of? Who who's the who's the head coach that went from college to the NFL recently and has had Matt Rule from Baylor? Yes, yeah. Like and Joe Brady, and he's got a great staff over there, and like they've done good things, but like Urban, I was kind of skeptical on because like the NFL is a different breed, like yeah. It's not just it's not like a different planet. It's like a different galaxy compared to college football. Like yeah. I don't know. It's just weird that like what what's going on over there is just weird like I I if I was taking bets I would bet that he lasts through the season. Yeah. I but because they just have so much invested in him as far as money and control over the team. Yeah. But I think if it was anybody else and he didn't have that much control over the team, he would be gone by before the season. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I was talking to this about, I was talking with this about my dad the other day. He was saying he doesn't think he'll make it through the season. I was like, like I, I could see it because most coaches would be gone probably next week. Yeah. But I like the GM came out and acted like it wasn't a big deal. He was like, I mean, obviously they're all, they're not going to like act like they're mad at him, but he was like, we have faith. He's going to get it together. And, He's here to yeah. win football games, and this is what we believe he's going to do. It's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. But like, like they've got a lot invested in him. It's it'd be hard to just give up on him and stuff. But like, he's making it really easy for them to just be like, hey, bro, you got to go. So, yeah. um, it'll be interesting to see kind of how that plays out with the rest of the year, and if Trevor Lawrence's development is affected by that at all. Um, but yeah, it's just a weird situation. Like he signed Tim Tebow, and like, yeah, it's just I don't know. All right, next topic. Uh, last night, Russell Wilson got injured. What he mm-hmm. hurt his finger somehow. He's out for a month. That means yeah. Geno Smith as their quarterback for a month. Does that hurt their playoff chances, or is Geno Smith going to ball out? Um, let me, let me think about that actually, because the NFC West is obviously a very, very tough, uh, tough division, um, with the 49ers and, um, everyone else in that division, the Rams and the Cardinals. The Rams, yeah, the Rams and Cardinals are both looking very good. So the next four games for the Seahawks are the Steelers, the Saints, the Jags and the Packers. So... I mean, yeah, those are incredible games. Yeah. Like, I mean, like if Geno Smith, it, like, he didn't look bad the other, he didn't look bad last night. No, not but at if all. He, if he doesn't, I mean, if he plays like decent, yeah, I don't see like why if, they can't win like if he's, two or three of those games. If he's like a game manager type and he can, like, 
if they can get a solid run game going and he's he just doesn't a guy turn the ball and he doesn't, doesn't make, turn the yeah, ball. doesn't make mistakes. He can put up 21 to 24 points a game and their defense can do what it does. I feel like they can get out of this like two and two, two and three, three and two, however many games he misses. Um, but it'll ultimately come down to how everyone else in that division does while he's out. Because I know Trey Lance is starting this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo has been ruled out. Yeah. Uh, the Cardinals are obviously off to a very hot start. They're 4-0. We can see how that long they keep that going. Yeah. Matt Stafford and the Rams are looking good. I feel like they can be definitely an NFC championship type team. You know, it'll just be very interesting to see how that goes. But as far as their playoff chances – with the way the division is stacking up as it is, it was looking tough for them, but now I think it's just even tougher. Obviously losing Russell Wilson is, is huge. Cause he's, I don't think he's missed a game in his career up to this. Oh point. yeah. Yeah. I, he's yeah. been a guy like he's been in like, he, I don't think he's had any, I don't think he's ever been on the injured reserve list. So <laughs> it'll be interesting to see how they go. Um, but definitely someone's going to have to take a step up, you know, whether it's the run game, whether it's Geno Smith, whether it's the defense, they're definitely going to have to – they're in uncharted territory, especially with it, that division being tough because that division has not been a good division. Yeah, it's so, it's it's usually been them. Yeah, like, it's been them. Yeah. And then the 49ers every once in a while. The Rams and the Cardinals have been pretty mediocre for the last – over the last five years. Um, so, I I – as of right now, my the Seahawks were not my playoff pick for that division going into this week, and I feel like that went down a little bit. Not counting them out, obviously, anything can happen. Um, you never know. You know, Kyler Murray could get hurt, to, you know, this weekend and tear his ACL. And be up, you know, obviously, I don't want that to happen because yeah, I love Kyler, yeah. and you don't want to see him get hurt. But, like, it's football. You never know what's going to happen. So, um, it'll be interesting how it plays out. Um, but I definitely feel like the Seahawks can get out of this and, you know, just kind of get by yeah i agree all right let, I, another team i wanted to talk about was the packers just because mm-hmm. they looked terrible the first week and now they're three and one and aaron Rodgers is looking good and are, are they, are they going to win their division again um i'm gonna say yes i feel like they'll win the division um obviously i want the bears to do well because i'm a big justin fields guy obviously mm-hmm. ohio state um the lions are 0 and 4 they're they're i think they're better than 0 and 4 but they're not even close to being able to compete in that division the vikings are i think two and two one and three they're not three and one and four no they've lost it they lost to the browns they lost to somebody else um but i'm surprised the vikings aren't doing better than they are yeah they're one and three and they play the lions this week yeah so I feel like the Packers will win that division. Um, Aaron Rodgers is just, he's just so fun to watch. I listen to him because on the Pat McAfee show, they have Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. So Aaron Rodgers on every Tuesday with Pat. And it's just so it's just so funny to see him in kind of a different environment and kind of laid back and just talk. Oh, he's it. so cool to like listen. Yeah, like dealing with all the crap he dealt with this summer and like he won the MVP and like people are still doubting him and with the situation he is in Green Bay, like. He's just like, bro, like, I'm just, I'm just out here balling. Like, let me, let me just win a Super Bowl on my way out and screw Green Bay. Like, do what Brett Favre did and just go to a different team and go to the NFC Championship next year. Yeah. All right. uh, Justin Fields, obviously you're an Ohio State fan. Talk about Justin Fields. He was just in the starter for the rest of the season. Should have happened earlier, but. Should have happened in week one. Happened now. 
uh are they gonna are they gonna are they gonna get a new game plan and set him up for success or is he just gonna i hope so for his get killed yeah nine sacks by the browns miles garrett had four and a half like their offensive line is terrible they have decent weapons i like darnell mooney a lot alan robinson has been disappointing in fantasy this year but he's obviously oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> do you have alan robinson in our league yes yeah i, do. <laughs> I have darnell mooney that's funny yeah but yeah, Allen Robinson is like I think twenty eight points through four weeks or something. Like it's something bad, and he was expected yeah. to do really well. Yeah, but yeah, just I, 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 I think Justin Fields could be the best out of the out of the the QB class. I, I've said this ever since he's come out of the, into the draft. Justin but he Fields just needs he needs a coach that's going to set him up for success, and so far okay. he has not been set up for success. If you watch Justin Fields play at Ohio State like I did every game and really break down what he did there, it's insane. It's probably one of the best college football quarterbacks I've ever seen, like up there with Deshaun Watson. And like, like that's the only other guy that I can think of. Like this dude is insane. Like Justin, he's so accurate. Like. He's as accurate as like guys like Baker were coming out of college. He can Dude, throw he the ball down the so, field. He was so consistent in college. Like he like when he threw the ball 60 yards down the field, it wasn't a question whether or not it was going to be there. It was a question whether or not Chris Olave was going to catch it. Most of the time, 90, 95% of the time, that's a yes. Yeah. Like he like he could just put the ball anywhere. And we saw that last week. Like he was throwing dimes and like Darnell Mooney made a great play on a catch. And like like when he's when he's got like we've talked about, like when he's got the the plays to be successful and he's got that O-line that can protect him and he's got that run game going and he can open up different things, mm-hmm. he can put the ball where it's going to be. He's going to do that and he's going to compete and he's going to be a guy that's going to be consistent. You know what you're getting out of Justin Fields and he's only going to get better. He's not a guy like, like Trey Lance where – Trey's got a lot of assets to his game, but he's kind of an unknown. Like Justin Fields has proven time and time again that he can do what he can do. And I, I love Justin Fields, obviously Ohio state fan, but if you really just break it down with the quarterbacks in this class, I feel like Justin Fields can be a top five quarterback by the time he ends his career easily, but it'll all depend on the Chicago bears not screwing it up. Yes. So. Um, all right. Last for NFL, I'm just going to go through all the games this week. Just quickly, I guess we can talk for like a couple of seconds about each game. Yeah, I'll pull it up too so I kind of have an idea. First one, 8.30 a.m. I'm pretty sure that's in Paris. Yeah, it's in London. London, Jets and Falcons. Uh, they're both one and three. They're both bad. Uh, I'm going to go Jets. I think Zach Wilson is confident. I'm going to go Jets. Um, I'll go Falcons just because I feel like, I don't know. I just like the Falcons in this game. I know Calvin Ridley's out. Um, I just like the Falcons in this. I I mean, I feel like the Jets are on a high and I feel like the Jets could win this game. Um, but with the experience of Matt Ryan and just being in that different environment of London, I feel like the Falcons can, can win this game. I'm going to go Falcons. Packers and Bengals are both three and one. Surprisingly, the Bengals are three and one. They look good, but yeah, they do. Packers um, are just like they're a better team. I'll go Packers. Yeah, I'll go Packers as well. I'm trying to look at what the line is. The over, so the Packers are favored by three, and the over under is 50 and a half. Um, I'll go, I'll go Packers, 
and I'll go under on that. So a low scoring so game. Yeah, I think it'll be. I think it'll be like. I don't see the. I don't see the Bengals scoring more than seventeen. So I think it'll be under. Okay. So. Lions and Vikings. Uh, my on my podcast last week that you were on, I had the Viking or the the Lions winning their first game, and I was wrong. Um, well, are you gonna go with it again? No, I'm going Minnesota. I think they're I think they're two they're they're not a one and three type team. Um, Bro, Kirk Cousins is not bad. Yeah, he's he's like, he's consistently good. Like he's a top fifteen guy. Like Dalvin Cook's there. Like they've got Thielen. They've got Jefferson. Their defense is solid. Like. They're a good team. I feel like they're going to be a, a decent wild card candidate. So I feel like the Vikings at home win this game. Um, they're favored by 10 from what I'm seeing. Um, Over-unders 49 and a half. Um, I'll, go, I'll go over on that. I think the Vikings will score a good bit. I think it'll be like a – I feel like it'll be like a 31-21, 31-23 type game. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like yeah, I've got Vikings over in that. I I say like 31-17, but Broncos and Steelers. I'm going Broncos. They're three and one. They're not bad. Teddy Bridgewater is playing pretty good. And the Steelers kind of are bad. Yeah. I'm gonna go Steelers in this. Um, I know Ben Big Ben has looked bad. Teddy Bridgewater's questionable this week with a concussion. So if not, Drew Locke will get the start. Um, it'll be pretty close to a game time decision whether he's cleared or not. Um, but I just think the Steelers are – it's tough. Do you, do you think they're better just... than one and three? No, they haven't looked great. But, like, I just can't see the Steelers starting off one and four. I really can't. I feel like Najee will have a good game. I feel like they'll have some kind of a defense going against the Broncos. I feel like it'll be a very low-scoring game. Um, let me see what the over-under is. 39 and a half is the over-under. <laughs> I'll go over just because that's so low. But it'll definitely be a defensive game for sure. The Broncos' defense has looked great this year. Um, the Steelers obviously have a good, a solid defense like they always do. Um, I'll, I'll go, I'll go Steelers. I'll go Steelers by like two, two or three. <laughs> Interesting. Like it'll be close. Okay. So, Dolphins, Bucks. But I mean, I'm going to go Buccaneers. Yeah. I just don't see. Jacoby Brissett beating Tom Brady. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Enough said. <laughs> Enough said. Saints, Washington football team. The uh, Saints, been, game. The Saints I, I feel like that's a very equal matchup. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Saints and go with my hometown team. Um, I know they're on the road. Um, I just like – I like the Saints in this game. Um, I feel like Jameis has been doing pretty decent. I feel like Kamara will kind of go off. Um, and I feel like the Saints defense has been playing okay, um, not up to their potential, but I feel like they can take advantage of that Washington O-line and kind of get after them a little bit. I feel like the Saints defense will have a big game this week. Yeah, um, I agree. I've, I've got Saints in that. That's a tough game, though, for me. That's a, that's definitely a toss-up. I like I like the Redskins a lot, too. They have – or not the Redskins, the football team a lot. They have a good defense. Taylor Heineke is also a good story. I like him a lot. He's got a lot of swag to his game and stuff. So. Yeah. But uh, I like the Saints. Eagles, Panthers. Panthers are three and one. Eagles are one and three. Uh, I'm just – I don't know. I feel, like, I feel like this is a game the Eagles could win. I don't know why. I do too. I do too. Um, 
I'll, I'm going to go Panthers in this, but and this is another toss-up for me. I like the Eagles in this game. I think they match up well. Um, I'm going to go Eagles. I think Jalen Hurts is going to have a good game. I'm going to go Panthers just because I feel like Sam Darnold will have a good game um, against that Philadelphia defense. Um, let's see what the over-under is. 46. That's about average. Um, I'll go I'll go over. 46. I feel like it'll be a pretty high scoring game. I feel like it'll be like 34, 28, 34, 31. Okay. Uh, Titans Jaguars, my team, obviously Tennessee Titans. Uh, they lost to the Jets last week. Oof. I'm going to have them. I'm going to have them bouncing back and beating the 0 4 Jaguars. They better. If they lose, I'm going to go Jags. I feel Why? like, I feel like they've got a lot of crap going on right now. And they're going to really bear down and just be like, you know what? Let's just go play football and have fun. And I feel like, I feel like this is Trevor Lawrence's game where he really kind of breaks out a little bit. Two winless teams. Two I feel like, yeah, I feel like, I feel like they need a new narrative. And I feel like right now that narrative is like, they're just a joke. And I feel like this game, someone's going to go out for the Jags, hopefully Trevor Lawrence. I feel like he's going to do something that's going to shut people up a little bit and have them talk about, Talk about that instead of Urban Meyer grinding on a 25-year-old blonde chick. So um, I'm going to go Jags. I – yeah, I'm going to go Jags and make the Lions the only 0-5 team left. Um, I feel like James Robinson's due for a big game as well. I feel like this game will be a lot of running the football. And then Trevor Lawrence will have a couple of good passes maybe late in the game, some deep deep touchdowns that will that'll, that'll put him over the top. All right, well, I disagree, obviously. I'm was- but How's the uh, – who's on the Titans' defense that, like, noteworthy? I can't think of – like, Harold Landry? Yeah, their defense well, is not, not very good. But. I didn't think so. I feel like – I feel like, yeah, I don't know. That'll be an interesting game. But ultimately, I feel like the Titans will get out of that division and be, like, 9-8 and eight and 8-9 eight and, and make the playoffs. But yeah. I like the Jets. Yeah. All right. Uh, Patriots, Texans. I'm going to go Pats. They're 1-3. and three. I think yeah. they're – I think they're a little better than one. They're not good. But like Mac Jones is like decent. They have a decent. They're just like they're 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 a decent team. They're mediocre. But yeah, I feel like it'll be, um, a closer game than people expect. It won't be a blowout like we saw last week with the Texans and the Bills, where they lose like forty to nothing. Yeah, I feel like this is a good like twenty three to ten, twenty three to thirteen type game. Um, I like the Pats. Um, I like the Patriots, but. I feel like it'll be a little bit a little bit closer than people expect. Maybe like kind of maybe like seven, seven, six, seven, nine and a half. And then I feel like the Patriots will kind of break away after half. Okay. Uh Bears and Raiders. Raiders just lost their first game to the Rams, I believe. Yeah, this is an interesting game. I'm gonna go Raiders, um, yeah. go against my guy Fields, but on the road, first road game. Um the Raiders are a, a, a pretty solid team, honestly. They've got some weird things going on. Like, their O-line is kind of, like, kind of garbage. But, like, then yeah. again, kind of not. Like, Derek Carr is playing well. Uh, I think their offense is really, really good. I've got the Raiders in this. I think they'll win by double digits. I think they'll win by 10. I've got the Raiders. Uh, I like this game. This I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. Browns and Chargers. Hmm. I love the Browns run game. I love the Browns run game. It's yeah. just, like. Who do you have in this? I want to hear what you who you have. Dude, that's tough. I'm I'm gonna go. 
I'm going to go Browns. I'm going to go Chargers. The only reason I don't say Browns is because I have Baker as one of my quarterbacks in one of my fantasy leagues. And obviously with that run game they have, he hasn't had to throw the ball and take chances down the field. I feel like this game he will have to do that. And I feel like he won't be able to do that. So I, I, I feel like the Chargers will win. I've got the Chargers by, by three. I feel like it'll be a close game. Um, final score, I'm going to say, I'll say 28, 28-24 uh, Chargers. Okay. Divisional game, Giants and Cowboys. Cowboys. Cowboys, yeah. Cowboys roll. Um, Cowboys are roll in this one. I feel like they'll win by, by at least a touchdown. Yeah, I agree. 49ers Cardinals, Trey Lance's first start. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't good think it's going to be great for him. Cardinals are good. Yeah. Good game here, but going up against a tough defense. I've got the Cardinals here. I think they'll win. I think it'll be closer than people anticipate. I feel like the 49ers will make it pretty close. Um, but I've got the Cardinals starting off 5 and 0. Bills Chiefs. That's, that's going to be a fun game to watch. A good game. Bro, I, I, I don't think it will be, but it'd be it'd be fun to watch if it was like a 30, 35 plus point game for each team. Yeah, I think I think it will be. What's let me see what the over under is in here and who's favored. And it's it's Sunday night football, so that, that'll yeah. be fun. So over under is 56 and a half. So that means they have each team scoring like 28 points. Um, and then the Chiefs are favored by two and a half. The Chiefs are at home. They've been kind of disappointing. Well, they have been disappointing. They're two and two. I'm gonna go Bills. I just don't like the way the Chiefs' defense has looked. I know they're at home and stuff, and it's Sunday Night Football, and the and the Chiefs are last in the division right now, which is insane. But I like the Bills in this. I think I think Josh Allen will have a big game against that defense. I'm gonna go Chiefs. They're at home. They're two and two. I feel like they're kind of they're kind of like ready to win like they're, they're i think they're gonna play yeah. good. i think they'll win like they're right there obviously i'm not worried about the chiefs but i i just have a hunch i feel like i feel like josh allen's gonna throw for over 300 yards in this game yeah i think he will too but i still think the chiefs will win <laughs> all right and then monday night football colts and ravens I feel like that's um ravens yeah i'll go ravens i think it'll be closer than people think I like the Colts a lot. Um, I feel like they're underrated. Uh, Carson Wentz has done a decent job so far. Um, and then Dude, I have not even heard, I haven't even kept I haven't even heard about him. Yeah, he's looked okay. Um, he's he not hasn't many touchdowns. He also hasn't thrown many picks. He's only thrown one pick. Yeah, he's he's kind of been a game manager at this point. Like they've scored like like twenty points a game. I just don't think that'll be enough to keep up with the Ravens here. I feel like the Ravens will win like 31-20, something like that, 31-17. Yeah, I, dude, I love watching the Ravens in Monday Night Football. They're a fun team. I just love watching Lamar, bro. I don't know why. It's just yeah. – I love watching a mobile quarterback. Yeah, this, this will be a fun game for sure. I'm excited for that game. Um, All right. I guess my upset of the week is going to be – who did I pick? Uh, favorite – yeah, I guess my upset of the week. I'm, I've got the Jags. That's my upset of the week. My big one. That's tough. That better not happen. Uh, I'm gonna go. I don't even remember 
I'm looking at all the games here. Did I, I did I pick did I pick the Lions to beat the Vikings? No. You sure? I, I think so. Yeah. Oh, Eagles Panthers. That's, yeah, you had the Eagles. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And then uh, I'm gonna go. My lock of the week is the Packers again. Let me see. <clears throat> um. Yeah, my lock of the week is gonna be the Cowboys. They'll they'll cover. Yeah, that's a good one. And too. They'll cover and they'll and they'll um they'll roll. They'll roll against the Giants. All right, we've got a little bit of time to move on to college football a little bit. Obviously, it's Friday night, so everybody listening is probably going to be after, mostly after the games tomorrow. But we can just run through the big games tomorrow. Uh, Oklahoma, Texas, starting out because we're in Oklahoma. Who you got? I haven't thought about this game a lot. My mind's been on the big the big uh, game in the Big Ten, obviously, because that affects my team a little bit more. Oh, this is tough. I'm going to go Texas. I, I feel like the upset's coming. Dude, I agree. Like, dude, OU has performed, underperformed so bad. It's every year they do that. Do I know, mean? but, like, they're, like, they haven't won. They haven't won by a decent amount of points, and they played one game. It was, like, Western Carolina that they blew them out. Yeah. But they're playing everybody's, like, bad teams. They're playing them so close. It's, like. Texas has looked well the past couple of weeks with making that official change at quarterback with Casey Thompson. I dude, I thought that should happen at the beginning of the year. I I was watching them last year and I was like, this dude needs to start next year, and he didn't. And I was like, I don't know why this dude's not starting. But yeah, Texas is is hot right now. But anything can happen in rivalry games. You know, I'm expect it's the same thing with Ohio State, Michigan every year. Like, yeah, Michigan's obviously terrible most years, but like you you can never count them out. But yeah. Um, I like Texas in this one. I think it'll be a shootout. I think both teams will have over 35 points scored. Yeah, I agree. Classic Big 12 game. It'll be it'll be like I'm gonna go 45, 45, 37, uh Texas. I'm gonna go like I don't even know. I don't even know. I'm not gonna say a score, but I'm just gonna say Texas by like three. So it's close. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Arkansas, number 13 versus number 17, Ole Miss. Uh, I'm going to go – I'm going to go um, Ole Miss. Yeah, I agree. Uh, i go Ole Miss. I think Arkansas is a little overhyped. I think they're good, but I don't mm-hmm. think they're number 13 good. I think they're good. They got a lot of – yeah, they got they got a little too confident. Yeah. Um, I think they're uh, they're they're a good top twenty team, but they're not they're not there yet. Um, I feel like Matt Corral will come out and Lane Kiffin will come out and they'll and they'll. I feel like they'll I they'll they'll beat Arkansas by two touchdowns. Yeah, I, dude, I love watching Ole Miss. I love watching Matt Corral. Their offense, obviously, yeah. it wasn't like that last week because they played Alabama, but yeah, the, just their offense, how fast they move, how much they throw the ball. Yeah, it's just so fun to watch. That'll be a fun game. For Georgia sure. Auburn. No, Georgia. Uh, Georgia will roll. They'll win by 21. Yeah. That, that defense will – that defense is nuts. I like Bo Nix and it's great yeah, yeah. game. And I like TJ Finley who transferred in from uh, LSU. LSU. But 
Georgia is different this year. Dude, they really are. are. Are they better than Alabama? I can't say that until I see it. <laughs> I can't. That's like that's like picking. That's like that's like saying like that's like picking somebody over Tom Brady right now. Like until somebody beats him, I can't. I can't pick over him. Yeah. And then the game of the week, number yeah. three, Iowa versus number four, Penn State. This is a very interesting game. A lot. I, I still don't have a pick for who I think is going to win. I guess I'll make it right now. Who you got? I've got Penn State. Surprisingly, even though they're on the road at Iowa, I like Penn State in this game. One, because I feel like they've been in a lot more bigger games. They have a lot more experience in that part. Two, Penn State has had Iowa's number. I think they're like six of the last seven against Iowa. Three, I need Penn State to win. So when Ohio State beats Penn State in three weeks, it looks good. And we're back in the top five. Is Ohio State going to beat Penn State in three weeks? Well, we play them Halloween weekend. We've got a red out, scarlet out. We're wearing red pants for the first time ever. Red jerseys, red pants. We've got the alternates on that week. Ohio State will be ready to play Penn State. And... I can't wait for that game. I've got Penn State also. I feel I, yeah, I, I think they're just more. I feel like I was not ready to be the number three team. Like they're kind of like, yeah, like they've they've done well and they've put up a lot of points because I was not known as a team that puts up a lot of points. They they put fifty one up on Maryland, which obviously is not hard to do, but like you don't see Iowa do that. That's not their game. But I feel like they they both have pretty good defense game. It'll be like a 20 to like 16 game. Yeah. It'll be they, both, they both have good defenses. Yeah. I think the I think the X factor is going to be Penn State's quarterback, uh, Sean Clifford. He's got experience in big games. He's played well. He always has played well against Ohio State. I was I was favored, but yeah, they are. They're at home. I mean, they're um I just I just think the not the moment will be too big because it's a day game. Like it's not prime time or anything. It's on Fox. Um I just I just like Penn State. I I'm gonna go with Penn State with 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 Sean Clifford and with James Franklin, and I'm gonna go with them. All right, that's that's all of the ranked versus ranked matchups. One game and one more game that kind of like looks interesting to me is LSU versus Kentucky. Yeah, because Kentucky is five and zero. Oh, they're number sixteen. I, I don't know if they're that like I don't know if they're as good as it, they look. It's kind of hard to tell. They beat Arkansas, right? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go Kentucky in this one, even though I think is LSU favored. No. No. Okay. Kentucky is by two and a half. I'll go Kentucky. Um, I feel like is is coach is is Orgeron done after this year? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they. I mean, Max Johnson's technically not even supposed to be starting, but he's played well. Um, they really don't have any running game at all, LSU. Um, and their defense has been mediocre at best. Um, not that I'm saying that Kentucky's the real deal, but I think they'll do enough to win the game. I think they will. I think it'll be like a 35-24 type game. I, yeah, I can see it. And they'll pull away late. Actually, 
Actually, no, I disagree. I think Kentucky's going to beat them by like 10. Yeah. 10. I feel like it'll be close, like eight minutes left in the fourth, qu- fourth quarter, and then it'll get kind of ugly after that. I feel okay, like I'm looking, okay, I'm looking at these games. One game I could see is Notre Dame versus Virginia Tech. I could see Virginia Tech beating them. Yeah, Virginia Tech's sneaky. They're a good squad. And Notre Dame is kind of – I don't know. I don't think they're overrated. <laughs> they're they're four and one, but like Notre Dame, they've played every team so close. Yeah, who did they lost their first game last week? Who did they play? It was a good team. Uh, but... Cincy. They lost to Cincinnati. Okay, yeah. Since um, we'll talk about that too, because they played tonight, right? Yeah. They they out of yeah, Desmond Ritter's good. Yeah, he's solid. He's going to be an NFL guy for sure. He'll be a first rounder, no doubt. Yep. Play well, Luke Fickle. Former defensive coordinator, Ohio State. He's he's put a squad together there. They've got a good culture going for sure. Are they gonna make the playoff? I'm gonna say no. But weren't they five last year? Not until they moved to the Big Twelve. Yeah. I feel like I feel like I don't know if they'll lose a game, but I feel like there will be teams that the committee will like better, like a one loss Ohio State that they would rather put in. Yeah. You have to remember it's a business. Like they're gonna put the teams that are gonna get the most ratings in. Yeah. Like yeah. they did that. Remember that year that they put in oh, they put in Notre Dame over Ohio State that one year when Notre oh, Dame that was, was like, that was like two years ago. Yeah, they put in Notre Dame over Ohio State when Notre Dame hadn't played anybody the whole year and they were undefeated. Yeah. And we lost. We won conference, but we lost to someone in the year. I think it was I think we lost to Penn State or Michigan State. And they put Notre Dame in over us. And I was just like, bro, they're getting blown out by freaking Washington or whoever. Last last year was kind of con- I don't even remember who, who was who was four and five. I think so last year it was Clemson, Ohio State were two and three. And then Bama, because I went to that game. And then Bama was one. And who was four? Who'd they play? It wasn't Georgia. Was it Notre Dame? It might have been Notre Dame. Hold on, let me look. Yeah, I, I remember four and five was because AM, I thought AM was going to get in and they didn't. Oh. Uh, was it Georgia? Let me look. It was either Georgia or Notre Dame. I don't even remember. Yeah, so it was. So last year was. Um, Alabama, Ohio State. Yeah, it was Notre Dame. Alabama beat them 31 to 14. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what it was. They shouldn't have got in last year either. Yeah, that was I think that I think last year they, they played like six games. Yeah, yeah. And it was like nobody's because they're not in a conference. Well, they were in they were in a conference they, last year. They had to get put in the ACC. Yeah. yeah. And they didn't play Clemson. Yeah. Stupid. All right, I guess we can end the podcast. Let's talk a little bit more about uh, Heisman. I want to talk about Heisman. Okay. Uh, I think number one right now is uh, Bryce Young, and then Bijan Robinson second, I believe, and then I think it's Matt Corral. Uh, I was I would switch Corral and uh, Bijan just because. I like quarterbacks better as a Heisman favorite over running backs. But if, you know, Bijan goes for like 250 yards tomorrow, that may change my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how he, you see how he performs in a big game. 
I want to see Matt Corral win it because I like him, but Alabama beat Ole Miss, and if they have pretty similar seasons and Alabama's a better team, then Bryce Young's going to win it. That's just yeah. how it is. Yeah, I 100% agree with that for sure. And then uh, I think Desmond Ritter's on there somewhere. I don't think he's going to – I think it's either going to be Bryce Young or Matt Corral if they continue to play how they're playing. Yeah, I just don't know if Cincinnati has the offense and the strength of schedule – for him to be able to put up the numbers to win the Heisman. But I feel like he'll be, I feel like he'll like, he'll be a guy that could be considered to go to the ceremony for sure. He'll be top five, top six in votes, but. Isn't, isn't a coastal Carolina's quarterback on there too? Uh, I don't I know. I don't even know his name. I think he's in the top 10. Oh. Talking about coastal Carolina. Did you see what their tight end did last night? No. He had like 250 receiving yards and four touchdowns. Really? It, it was insane. What? Let me look at this. Crazy. Uh, where's that? They're kind of good, dude. I know. Are they not ranked? Uh, I think they are. Oh yeah, they are. Here we go. Two hundred and thirty-two yards, four TDs. Yeah. Yeah, bro. That that was insane. Bro, did you see that video on Twitter or Instagram where their head coach, they got a chainsaw and they were cutting off the head oh, of the dog the, in the locker room? Oh, that's so weird. That's creepy. Dude, I, yeah, I saw that. I I first saw the video on Instagram. I saw it earlier and I was like, I thought it was a real animal at first and obviously it wasn't, but like. Yeah, it's just all I'm these like, players like sitting around and the chainsaw didn't even get all the way through the head. I, I was know. like, like, what's the, like, act like you've been there before, bro. Like it's art, it, it's like. Arkansas State's like one in seven. Like, I'm, like you're supposed they're an FCS to, team. Yeah, like, bro, act like you've been there before, dude. Yeah, that was. That if was I was cool. a player, I'd be like, yeah, this ain't it, bro. Like, let's just get on the bus and go home. Like, that was kind of immature, but uh, yeah, it was kind of weird. Something. Right. Any anything else? You anything else? Am I forgetting anything else you want to talk about? Yeah, we got a big matchup against Maryland this week. Ohio State. I knew yeah, you were gonna say that. Favored by twenty-one. We're gonna. All right, I'm picking Maryland. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Talia Tagovailoa is going to go off. Yeah, he threw five picks last week against Iowa. So yeah, I saw that. But if he does that, we're we, yeah, we better win the game. Yeah, I've got Ohio State rolling. We'll no, he's actually game. not bad though. He isn't. He's been doing well. Maryland's always a team that gives Ohio State trouble. Anthony McFarland, when he was there at Maryland, ran for like 250 yards against Ohio State. So, um, it'll be. Maybe like seven nothing in the first quarter, but Ohio State will take over. They'll win that game by 21-25. Oh, since you had to bring that up, I'm gonna bring up Tennessee's game versus South Carolina. They're wearing the black. Bro, Jersey. those are those are those are top five sexiest uniforms in college football now. They're cool. I like behind only behind Ole Miss's powder blue. Yeah. And I'm just gonna say like a couple of Oregon's unis because it's Oregon. It's a cool uniform for sure. I love I like Ohio State's. I saw the picture of the all the all red. That looks clean. They're clean. But bro, I saw that Tennessee all black thing. I was like, bro, I, I've been I've been talking about this since I was like 12 years old. <laughs> I never had black uniforms. Bro, I was so hyped. Who do they play? South Carolina. Yeah, you're gonna win. Yeah. They're both three and two, but Tennessee, ten, ten, Tennessee's gonna win. They're, they've been playing better. I'm not saying they're good. But no, they're not good. <laughs> South Carolina, but good. they made a quarterback change. Yeah, about time. They've been playing better. 
You pick up a guy from Michigan, you expect him to do well? Nah, not him. Not Joe Milton. He's bad, bro. He's Man, just trash. Joe Milton. <laughs> Couldn't cut it on Michigan. Couldn't cut it against Bowling Green either. <laughs> so true. He was so bad in that game. Oh, man. Anything else you want to add? No, that's it. Just got to have to shout out my boys. All right. I guess that's going to wrap it up. Again, hit our socials. His is going to be Nathan's.sportscards on Instagram. For sure. Then I'll add I'll add it in below. I'm going to for the I'm going to make an Instagram for the podcast. I'm going to be posting at least once a week from now on. I'm going to try to. I've been away for a while, but it's kind of the best time to get back into sports and sports podcasting, so I'll be I'll be more active. Appreciate y'all listening. Peace. Yeah. Have a good one.